Hello, hello, happy Friday and welcome to my house, so to speak, to my virtual house here on the page and welcome to the tarot party or the tarot party, tomato, tomato. Good to have you guys. I'm glad, glad, glad that you can join me. Hello, Amelie. Thanks for being here. So as everybody is getting ready to jump on, Heather, hello, good to have you. I wanna just take a moment to quickly give you some perspective on the cards, on Tarot, and knowing that there are different ways that we can communicate with our angels and our guides and open up the language, so to speak. So thank you for being here. Cindy, good to have you. So cards are just one way of many ways that we can tune into our intuition to give us an insider advantage uh, or extra information like insider information. Hi, Alicia, great to have you. So when you're using cards as a way to expand your intuitive language, the way I love to introduce them is think of it like it's telling you the weather. It's a bit like turning on the news in the morning and listening to the meteorologist. So today in Cincinnati, we had a wonderful wild adventure with a possible tornado and the meteorologists were on the television and they said, everybody seek shelter and the sirens are going off and the kids had just gotten on the bus. It was just school time. So the bus drivers were amazing the way they handled it but knowing the information they knew from the meteorologist, from the weather report, they said, you know what, based on the fact that there could be a tornado coming, we better get these kids off the bus and somewhere safe. So they took actions, they got the kids somewhere safe, no tornado touchdown, everything was beautifully fine, thank God. But we were so blessed because we had that warning from the meteorologist, we had the weather report, so we could make an informed decision as what to do to keep all of us safe. Hi Deanna, great to have you. So when you think of using the cards, it's not about, for me anyway, the way that I read cards, it's not about fortune telling, it's not about like, what's gonna happen to me? Oh no, life is happening, destiny, fate, oh. <laughs> it's hopeless. Hi Pam, great to have you. But instead, when you consult the cards, it's just like, what's the weather around me? Okay, now that I know that the weather's like this, what am I gonna do about it? right? Because life isn't happening to you. You engage with life. You choose how to engage with the dance and life is so much richer and more rewarding when you do that. Hi Tammy, great to have you. So please know that when I share the cards with you, the way that I'm sharing it with you is as if I were a meteorologist saying, oh hey, guess what? This energy is around you and you know, as you're making your choices and decisions, know that a tornado might be coming and you might wanna seek shelter, <laughs> like my kids this morning. Or you might find out, oh, sunny skies ahead, smooth sailing. So you think, oh, okay, I'll stay on this course. This is working out well. But the most important thing to know is that nothing is written in stone. It is dynamic, life, energy. You can engage with it. And if something like a weather report is something that's not favorable to you, like it's cold and rainy, like my friends in Michigan, Candy, I know who's gonna be jumping on with us. She had so much snow yesterday. It was crazy. And here in Cincinnati, it was like 78 degrees, which was awesome. So if I was in Michigan and I knew that if there was gonna be snow, instead of putting up with the snow, I might've thought, I'll visit my friend, Irina. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for being here. I'll keep track of the time and I wanna do the first reading. And so I have two people who signed up for this. So I'm gonna do both, it'll work out. I go with the flow. That's the fun part of it. Okay, so my wonderful, wonderful Ray and Amelie. Hi, Tammy. So Amelie, I'm, I know that you're on live, so I'm gonna pull a card for you. And the way this is gonna work, cause I only have so much time and I love doing this, so if I don't get to you tonight, don't worry, there'll be future readings and stay in touch, keep your eyes open and I'll share. But tonight, for all of us, what I invite you to do is say, okay, I'm gonna hold in my heart, in the group collective consciousness, that my question gets answered one way or another. And even if my cards don't get pulled, if I don't get a direct reading tonight, I'm gonna to put it out there that my ears might pick up on the message or the meaning that's most important for me here in this moment. 
All right, so I'm gonna pull a card. Hiya, Karen, I'm so glad you found me. We're just starting, welcome to the party. It's good to have you. <laughs> okay, so for Amelie, I'm gonna have you hold your question in your heart. And the way this is gonna work is I'll pull one card for each person. And I'm gonna just pull the uh, card based on what's the most important thing and in this case, Amelie know about her question. You know, as she is trying to make a decision or choice, what's the one most important thing that she needs to know moving forward? Okay, ha, ah, this one's jumping out. Ooh, beautiful. Oh, all the cards are fun. 10 of cups. So the most important thing, Amelie, that you know moving forward is this card represents fullness of joy and happiness. It's one of those cards, it's a Karen and I are a good, wonderful teacher, Sonia Choquette says, how good can you stand it? It represents a very productive home. So it reminds me very much of the entrepreneur, which you are. It's like a cottage industry. You see the little home or cottage in the background, and it represents stability. There is a connection and a family that's being built. And this can be represented in a lot of different ways. It doesn't have to be necessarily a family, like in the traditional sense of mother, father, you know, daughter and son, but it is the people, your soul family, that you surround yourself with. So right now, this is very much in regards to your question, whatever is coming up, there is this feeling sense of maybe there was um, almost an intangible experience where you couldn't quite grasp it, you couldn't quite articulate it, it felt a bit like an amoeba, and things are starting to gel and come together. And as they do, look for the aspects that really create a feeling of home, a feeling of love, um, meaning, you know, like um, when you, and I, I know that you've just moved into a new place, but you know the difference between making it a house versus a home, whether it's getting a fuzzy blanket or putting the pictures in such a way that makes it feel very warm and inviting. It's that feeling sense that's gonna help you be more productive and more abundant. But this is the rainbow card in essence, kind of like the rainbow after the storm, prayers are being answered, and there's a lot of happiness to be had. All right, now Ray, I'm gonna pull one for you as well. Okay, so what's the most important thing, and Ray, wherever you are holding your question, what's the most important thing that Ray know right now when it comes to her question. Okay, excellent. Knight of Pentacles. Dun, dun, dun. So much fun. I love all the cards because the cards, they tell a story. Oh, you're welcome, Amelie. Yeah, let me know if you have any, um, any questions about what I said. So Knight of Pentacles. This is a card you'll see. This knight is all in his armor. He's suited up, he's prepared, he's basically cautious. It's kind of that card that definitely is prepared, like the Boy Scout, you know, be prepared. So he's taken into account all the different situations and he's really paying attention. He's taking his time, he's looking at all the details, he's not rushing into anything, but he's very much done his research and when he makes his decision to move forward, he'll do so with confidence. He's not rushing into anything, he's not being impulsive, but it's very much a measured, confident, cautious step into it. All right, so Ray, let me know how that's feeling for you. Okay, so this is great. I love doing it this way because I can definitely get a lot of, a lot of readings done. Now what you'll see me doing between readings is knocking on the deck and shuffling it. What I do when I do a reading is I take a moment to tune into your energy. And when I tune into your energy, before I do the next reading, I'll knock on it three times. It's one way to clear the energy of the deck so that I can read and tune into the next person. You could also use a crystal like selenite. You could put your cards on a crystal to clear it or on top. You can use quartz. That's a nice one too, or smoky quartz to clear. Um, lots of different ways and, and special techniques people use to clear cards. All right, so my next friend, I've got my little cheat sheet here, is Julie. Okay, Julie, so I'm gonna pull a card for you. I'm gonna have you hold your question in your heart and 
Oh, whatever is most important that Julie know about, about her question. Sorry, I'm just getting diamonds in that are popping into my mind. So, <laughs> hmm, diamonds, is there a wedding on the, on the um, edge of things? I don't know, diamonds, dime. Hmm. All right, so what's most important that Julie know when it comes into and around her question? Okay, two of wands, making a choice, ha ha. So this is planning, this is looking to the future. This is a wonderful merchant, right? He's got the whole world in his hands. He's looking out at the beautiful bay where he's getting ready to set his sail, his, um, his ships essentially, his merchant ships to go out, but he's in the planning stage. He's trying to make a decision that too represents a choice. So when it comes to whatever you're focusing on right now, it looks like there is a decision to be made and there is some growth happening here. So you'll see on these beautiful rods or wands he has, these little leaves, which represent growth. So there is something that's building, something that is growing for you. And the important thing right now is to think long term. So as you come to make your choice, play the long game, right? Take a moment to tune in, create a vision for where you want to go. Um, that old term, begin with the end in mind, good old Stephen Covey, um, but begin with the end in mind. You know, what is it that you're truly wishing to accomplish? Is it conquering the world? <laughs> is it just sharing your message? Is it connecting? But this is definitely a planning card and yeah, hmm, something, something going on there. Exciting stuff, especially diamonds in the rough. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'd love to find out more too. So if there's anything you guys like to share with me, please feel free. So thanks, Julie. All right, so my next friend, Deanna, yay! And I am going through these quickly because I want to make sure I get to everybody. And hi, Maria. Oh, good to have you. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Beautiful name. Okay, so my friend, da da da, Diana. All right, I'm gonna pull a card for you. So I'm gonna have you hold in your heart your question. And I'm gonna just ask, what's the most important thing that Diana know as she's holding on to this question? What's the most important thing she know? Okay, very cool. So this card, when I, oh, hi Murphy, good to have you. When I pull cards for you, the exciting thing is that all of the cards in the deck tell a story and all the cards have a high frequency and a low frequency to it. Kind of like, um, you know, everything has its place and its time. Nothing is necessarily good or bad or black or white, um, but it, there's an appropriate time for things. And the style and tradition that I've learned from really, really emphasizes that so that we can experience heaven here on earth, that we can connect and have those moments of aha and enlightenment right here. We don't have to transcend the moment and escape this physical human body to experience bliss, but we can have it right here, right now. So I'm giving you this background because it's important to know that it's all about how you tune into the energy of a card. Hiya, Susie, great to have you. So with this card, Deanna, that came up, the energy around your situation is definitely one that's shifting. It's on its way out. It looks like there have been some challenging times. So the energy of this card showed up upside down and it's normally right side up. And this is one of those cards that sometimes can scare people from tarot when they see it. They're like, oh, oh my goodness, that's a scary card. But no, there's so much hope in this card that I love so much. If you see, number one, consider that the energy of the deck, it's telling a story. It's going from the ace, which is the very beginning of the energy, try to figure out what's left for you. And then it's going all the way to the end, to the 10. And then you have court cards, you have minor arcana, and you have major arcana. Oh, and this is kind of techno babble, I know. But the important thing to know here is that this is just a 10. It's not a Roman numeral number, which means it's not a major arcana for this deck. This is minor. So this is like, hmm, you know what? There's rain outside today. It's not a tsunami. There's rain. So this is, you know, it's not pleasant, but it's, it's going to pass. It's not happening forever. 
end, the beauty of this that I love is that the dawn is on the horizon. It's a 10, which means the energy is already on its way out the door. That's hope right there on the horizon. The toughest part is over. It, you've gotten through the worst of it. Now, the interesting thing is that it came out upside down, which means that when a card comes upside down, you can read it in a couple different ways or reversed. You can basically remember that the underlying energy is always present. There's maybe just some slight little block to either releasing it or experiencing it. So with the 10 of swords upside down, what I invite you to do is I invite you to take a moment to pause. And whatever has been really difficult and painful, where you might've felt like you'd gotten stabbed in the back or betrayed, where you might feel like, oh my God, I've got nothing left. I can't even go on. Like, oh, swaha, I give up. I love that Sanskrit word, swaha. It's like, okay, God, it's like, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I can't do anything else. This is a chance to engage with your angels, with your guides. So what's coming up right now for you, Deanna, is saying the worst is over, right? It's the end of the storm. The dawn is on the horizon. So take a moment, and I'm all goosebumps. Shift your focus, right? So I'm talking about the frequency of a card. We can either stay focused on everything that's wrong, all of the wrongs that have been done to us, all of the injustice, injustices, all of the hurts, all of the pains, or you can say, oh, there's a dawn on the horizon. This energy is already on its way out the door. And focus on the dawn, focus on the good stuff coming in. Because if we don't let go of the stuff that hurt us, we're not gonna be able to have room for all of the blessings that are right there waiting. It's like having a closed fist when somebody offers a gift. You're like, oh, I'd love to, but I got all this stuff in my hands. I gotta put something down so I can hold it. All right, so let me know how that feels. I know, because that's one of those cards where it's like, woo, that's a heavy one, but it doesn't have to be. This too shall pass. It won't, you know, and the energy's already on its way out the door. Okay, so where am I? Bum, bum, bum. Yay, Trudy. Okay, so this is for Trudy. Gonna pull a card. So Trudy, hold in your heart. Ah, your question. And I'm gonna just tune into your energy. And I'm gonna ask, Ooh, what's the most important thing that Trudy know around her question? Okay, aha, Four of Cups, another fun one. They're all fun, I always say that. Four of Cups, this one is interesting because this is almost like the grass is greener. He's got his arms crossed. Oh, you're welcome, Deanna. He's got his arms crossed. Somebody is offering him this opportunity. Hi, Lisa, good to have you. And this opportunity is being given, but he can't quite see it because he's focused right here on these three cups in front of him, not what's being offered. It's kind of almost like, um, Sometimes you don't realize how good something is in your life until it disappears or it's taken away. Or sometimes, because we're so focused in one area, we don't see what's right in front of our nose, literally. Um, when it comes to your question, know that there's an opportunity somewhere around you that hasn't quite popped into your field of vision yet. And that might be because hmm, you're resistant. You're resistant because you might feel like there's better options elsewhere. So for example, this could even be like with a job where you, you feel like, oh, you know, this team, this department that I'm in, this is just frustrating. Another company would be so much better. You know, my friend that works at so-and-so, like an example would be, I worked at a very conservative company when I first moved to Cincinnati. And Mark Twain always said Cincinnati was 10 years behind the time. And this company was more like 20 years behind the time. So it was very, very interesting for me to go to work for this company straight out of college, not at all expecting what I had expected. And long story short, there was an opportunity to change jobs. And I could go more into the type of work that I was really, really set on for when I graduated from college. And a bunch of my uh, coworkers were jumping ship. And I thought, okay, I wanna, I wanna change too. The grass looks so much greener over there, right? This was the dot-com era, uh, the beginning of the oddies, early 2000s, when you had like the pool tables and the soda fountains. I could wear my Birkenstocks and my tie-dye t-shirts and have my bouncy ball chair. 
<laughs> and not have to wear pantyhose in a suit anymore and closed-toe shoes. <laughs> and I thought, I wanna play too. But what I didn't realize was that even though the grass looked greener, the opportunity was not good in the long run over there. The company did go belly up eventually. I didn't end up working for them. That's another story. But there were other opportunities in that company where I was. So if I had seen what was being offered and said, okay, I'm not happy in like the department I'm in right now, but if I were to let go of that, mm, kind of like, oh, the stinks, I don't wanna wear pantyhose anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I would have seen other opportunities around me. So let me know how that feels. Um, but yeah, there's something right in front of you. So don't feel like you've got to jump ship or grass is greener somewhere else. Something right in your very own backyard is really, really a wonderful gift that's being offered to you. It's just a matter of oh, taking a deep breath and not, not being so closed off to some of these other opportunities. Okay. All right, where am I? 8.23, bum, bum, bum. So Candy, I have you next in the lineup. Okay, Candy, so I'm gonna pull ooh, a card for you. Hold in your heart your question. Mm, and you're gonna say, ah, oh, your question in your heart, and I'm just wondering and asking on your behalf, what's the most important thing Candy know about her question? Ha, huh. all right. So this is a fun one too. So now you'll notice the difference in this card from some of the other cards I've pulled is this is a major arcana card. You'll notice the little Roman numeral at the top versus just the regular numbers like 10 or five or four. This is 12 and it's the hangman. And this card, part of the fun of it is look how easy and relaxed he is. It's like he's hanging upside down, but at any time if he wanted to, he could reach up and loosen things up a bit. But the interesting thing about this card is perspective. He's taking a slightly different perspective as to what's going on. He's upside down. So if you ever as a child kind of hung out on the couch and you hung out upside down and looked at the ceiling and the whole room looked different and your whole house was, you know, changed, you imagine dancing on the ceiling. This is about changing perspective. Now, sometimes it can be about sacrifice, needing to let go of something um, in order to oh, create a shift. But the other important aspect to know about this card is that there's something bigger going on around you that you can't control. Meaning, if you think about it like the weather, it could be like, you know, the snow, let's say. You can't control that the snow is happening, yet, being in your amazing profession, um, Candy has an incredible, incredible, uh, oh, can't talk, course, or, yeah, course that she offers called, called oh my goodness, Biz, <laughs> I can't talk, Biz, Biz Number Bootcamp, which is awesome. She is a bookkeeper extraordinaire and is helping people get everything ready for their taxes. So tax day is obviously Monday. So as you're doing this, snow is, a, oh, there I am, lost connection for a second, big energy. As the snow is around, you can't control the snow that's happening in your world. So you might have to get a little bit of a little bit extra creative in how you see things with perspective. Because I know you physically go to some clients and help them, as well as helping many of us virtually, including me. And there might have to be the sacrificing of something in order to get through this moment or this weekend. Um, and that could be the sacrificing of, oh, I hope it's not sleep, um, but the sacrificing of, you know, maybe watching a show or, or just shifting something in your schedule so that you feel like you have breathing room, hopefully sleeping time. And sometimes it's even the way we do things. Uh, my mom was wonderful uh, in teaching me. She's like, don't, don't worry about making it perfect. Just make the bed, just pull the covers up. Like, let's just get this job done. Come on and help me. And it was wonderful because I definitely have those perfectionist tendencies and that can sometimes hold us up and create that stalemate. So right now, the most important thing you know, Candy, is that there's something bigger going on that's forcing you to slow down and you won't be able to feel like you can really move and shift things until the energy around you changes, until the snow melts, let's say. And then you can get out and walk with more ease and not worry about ice. Or you have that opportunity of healing. It's just like, you know, um, when we injure ourselves, when we sprain an ankle and it comes up that, 
we just have to rest. Like we can't speed, we can't speed up the time it's going to take for us to heal in that moment. Um, unless I, you know, you do long distance Reiki, <laughs> that can help too. speed up the process a bit. But for the most part, shift the perspective a little bit to get through this moment because moving quickly is not going to happen easily right now, but it will shift. All right. Excellent, excellent. Hi, Wendy, glad to have you. And Murphy, yeah, hey man, it's an interesting one, the card. It can be frustrating sometimes, especially for people who are fiery and type A and they wanna move and they wanna get things done. So this would be a perfect example to, um, let, me, let me share this with you because I'm really being called to do this. So if you're still watching Candy, when you get a card like this and you're like, oh my God, all right, so something bigger is happening. Uh, like I can't move quickly. I've got to just kind of hang out in place until the energy around me shifts. Well, like how can I change my perspective? Like what can I do to help feel more at ease in this energy or help the energy um, mosey along? And you'd pull another card. It's like, what can I do in this situation to help create more ease? Mm. Two of Pentacles upside down. Ooh, this is a fun one. So again, remember, the energy is basically the same, even when it's reversed, it's the same underlying energy. It's a regular minor arcana too. You see it's not a Roman numeral, so it's not a heavy hitter like the hangman. The hangman, usually you'll notice that. The two represents a choice again. He's balancing coins. I love how that came up for you, Candy, as a bookkeeper. That's the money, he's balancing. He's budgeting his resources, essentially. Resources, remember, is more than the physical money. It's our time, it's our energy, it's our heart that we put into something. And when it's upside down, it's saying, all right, this weekend, as something is forcing you to slow down, the best way for you to feel more at ease, <laughs> damn, I like those hearts, you know this card, the best way to feel more at ease is to budget. Budget your resources, how much energy you're gonna invest in each thing. If you have a last minute client calling you going, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe it. They're all upset and hysterical. Watch how much energy you give out in that moment. Instead, imagine that beautiful column of light running through the core of your body so you can hold the space for that person to process but not take on their worry, not take on their pain or energy. So budgeting your resources is gonna help you through this time, this up and down where the ships are up, they're down, they're all over the place. Just take some time to kind of plan out your weekend um, and figure out how am I gonna fill it in and that will make it flow much more easily. Okay, so let me know how that feels. All right, so I have, dun, dun, dun. who else do I have? Okay, Murphy, you're on here. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody, so let me know. So Murphy, I'm gonna pull a card for you. I hope you're still here. Okay, so Murphy, ah. Hi, Alicia, thanks for the hearts and love. Ah, all right, I'm gonna clear the deck again. Sometimes I just feel that call and that music to shuffle. I have my little crystals around me as well to help keep the energy nice and clear, me grounded and tuned in. Okay, so for Murphy, I'm gonna have you hold your question in your heart and I'm going to just ask on your behalf, what's the most important thing that Murphy know in this moment when it comes to her question? Hmm. Okay, three of wands. Oh, now this is fun. Oh, you're here, yay! Three of wands, now you saw the two of wands earlier for my friend Julie <laughs> and the diamonds. I'm really wondering what's going on with diamonds for her. Um, three of wands is the energy that comes after the two. So the two, if you remember, it was the merchant holding the world in his hands. He had to make a choice. He was envisioning and planning for the future. This is, you've already made your plans. You've made your choice and it's in action. You see all of those ships? Those are the ships that he was thinking about. Where am I gonna send them? They've already set sail. Yes, growth, most definitely. Thanks, Alicia. So you see the growth on the rods. He's got those two thoughts behind him already, those two choices he made. He's holding on to the third one. It's very grounded and rooted. Even though wands represent, represent fire and passion, this is a grounded passion. Three is also collaboration. This 
represents, now each card is a little bit different, but the thing that I love is when you, fruition, yeah, things coming to fruition, when you lay out and you're learning how to read cards, it's a wonderful thing to lay out your deck from the ace all the way <clears throat> to the 10, excuse me. As you lay out the ace to the 10, you do that for each suit. So there are four suits that make up your wonderful deck. You've got the wands, which represent the element of fire. You have cups, which represents the element of, of water. <laughs> you have pentacles, which represent earth. And then you have finally swords, if I can find some swords, that represent thought. Here's a sword card. Swords represent thought or air. And the neat thing about this then is when you lay out your cards all the way from the ace to the 10 and you see the way the story is told across the suits, it's very fascinating because each suit has a three. There's a three of wands, there's a three of pentacles, there's a three of cups. The three means something symbolically the same throughout all of them, but it applies differently to the element. So here with the three of wands, this is that fiery inspiration and idea. He is standing on the shore and he's watching his ships either going out or coming in in this case. So when it comes to your question, know that it goes beyond just yourself. It's that I hesitate to use the word collaboration because that's more of a three of pentacles energy, but this is definitely like, you know, almost like when you get together and you're inspired by conversation with a friend and that inspiration is like, oh yeah, you know, as my ships are sailing out to sea, there's this moment of, uh, so here's a great story. I think this will help explain what I'm trying to say. I have my amazing friend Tammy who's on here who does Facebook ads. She's amazing. And we were talking about some of the different things that are happening in the world of Facebook ads. And a lot of, aw, thanks Tammy. Aw. A lot of things are interesting when it comes to doing strategy with ads because most people, when you do Facebook ads, they're like, unless you have thousands and thousands of dollars to spend, forget it, you can't even get into the ads game. And Tammy is amazing. She helps you do ads like on a dollar a day. I mean, it used to be $5 a day, but now she's got all sorts of wild ninja strategies and skills. So if you're ever interested in, in ads, check out Tammy and, and her course. Um, I'm in it, I love it. But the thing is that the strategy changes, right? Facebook changes the rules constantly. So you have to be on your toes watching strategy. So you might have one strategy in place. You might've already put your ships out to sail. So for example, Oh, collaboration technology, Murphy. Oh my God, I'm goosebumps. Like, I don't know if you can see my goosebumps. This is crazy. So we were, we're talking like you might have put something out there in the world already and it's out there and you're like, oh, you know what? I was inspired talking like with Tammy today. Tammy mentioned something that she found out and discovered that, oh, well maybe I could shift things a little bit so that I can um, add that into my plan too. So for example, let's say you set your ships out to set sail for the Indies um, to collect all sorts of wonderful spices and you think, oh, you know what? On the way home, could you pick up a gallon of milk too since you'll be coming back that way anyway? <laughs> like it's an inspiration. It's something that gets added to. Um, so this is definitely a different interpretation for this card than would normally be, but yeah, oh, Lisa, yes, you are an amazing collaborator. Awesome. So let me know how that feels, but when it comes, just to kind of wrap it all up, when it comes to the question that you have in hand, the choice has definitely been made, action is in play, and look for moments of inspiration from talking with others, collaborating, something that you can add more richness, or like you said, to add to the fruition of the plan already in motion. All right, very, very cool. Okay, and Karen, if you're still here, I'm gonna pull a card for you. <coughs> so I'm definitely clearing. It's nice when, if I do cough, that's a way that I, I clear energy, by the way. So great when the positive shifting happens, yes. Ah, I love it, okay. Ah, okay, so shifting gears, shifting energy. So Karen, yay. I'm gonna pull a card for you. So holding your question in your heart. Hmm, 
gonna just ask what's the most important thing that Karen knows when it comes to making her choice, making her decision to move forward. Huh. Okay, so again, these are, oh yay! <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Karen. So the cards, um, one of my teachers, I loved it. She did a whole series on um, the like the bad boys of the tarot deck and like the good guys of the tarot deck. And I loved it because like I said, hi Debbie, so great to have you. Every situation has a high frequency and a low frequency. So people go crazy when Mercury goes in retrograde. You know, you probably heard it. It's very mainstream now. It's like, oh man, I totally missed my appointment. My car broke down. My computer died. Oh, is Mercury in retrograde? <laughs> so for poor Mercury gets blamed for a lot of things. Well, Mercury, when it's kind of resonating at that lower frequency or vibe, yeah, if you tune into that aspect of Mercury in retrograde, well, yeah, then you're gonna be tuning into the frequency of emails getting lost, computers crashing, technology not working out, mixed messages, people not understanding you. But if you tune into the high energy of Mercury in retrograde, oh, it is amazing. It's three weeks of an opportunity to slow down, not feel like life is rushing you so much, to reassess, reorganize, reprioritize, to give yourself a chance to say, hey, am I even on the right track? Because too often we constantly feel this push to do, 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 go, 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 and we end up waking up down the road, you know, like 30, 40 years later. This is why people are like, oh, life goes by so fast. Yes, they're never slowing down to tune into the moment and be present. And you're gonna be like, what the heck just happened? Like, I arrived at work, I don't even remember how I got here. You know, like the kids are grown and out of the house, that happened so fast. But if you're living in the moment, if you check in, hopefully often, but at least when Mercury goes retrograde, you're given the support of the universe to slow down and to really oh, recharge your batteries and say, am I on the right track? Hmm, let me check in with this. Is this still my heart's desire? So there are high vibrational frequencies to Mercury in retrograde and they're low. It's just a matter of what are you gonna connect to? So this next card that I'm gonna share with you, he's um, also a heavy hitter of the deck. He is a card that's part of the major arcana. And the thing that I love about this card, even though I know it frustrates me at times, is that this card reminds us that again, this is not life happening to us. This is not fortune telling, not the way that I read it. Some people might, automatic mode, yes, you feel productive. Yeah, Lisa is an incredible productivity coach and organizer, so as you guys spring clean, oh, and gratitude, oh my God, the most incredible practice of gratitude that you have, Lisa. I love, love, love what you do, oh my goodness. Yeah, so all my friends who are on here, please, please drop your links to your programs. Like, Lisa, I know you have a program, and then, of course, Tammy with your coaching program, please drop the link, and who else, who else, Candy, your program, and anybody else who joins, please, 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 let's spread the joy and, and spread that connection of helping one another. Okay, so Karen, you've been very, very patient. Your card is the wonderful card of the devil. Oh, and see, this is an intense one. Like, oh, no. <laughs> but here's the thing, when it comes into regard of your question, life's not happening to you, there's no big bad devil outside that's like stalking you, this is, where are you your own worst enemy? This is, um, like for an example, like I wanna lose weight. I'm gonna start exercising in the morning. I'm not saying this is you, I'm just saying this is an example. Um, so, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna start waking up at 5 a.m. And then, you know, it's Monday night. Monday was a long day. You're like, ah, Tuesday morning, I gotta wake up early. But you're like, oh, my favorite show's on. I'm gonna stay up till 11 or midnight and watch my favorite show. And then you gotta drag your butt out of bed at 5 a.m. That would be an example of the devil card where you're being your own worst enemy. It's like, you wanna get in shape, you wanna feel good, go to bed at 8 p.m. or go to bed at nine. Don't stay up until midnight watching the show. This card also represents, um, so for me, it's the Ghirardelli chocolate chips right now, or there's this hazel almond, almond uh, chocolate nut butter spread that's like, healthy. <laughs> it's basically like the healthy version of Nutella that uh, I, I love. And I'm my own worst enemy, right? I want to be strong and healthy and in shape, 
But there are times where I just, I overindulge in the chocolate. And when I do, that's this card and being my own worst enemy. Um, oh, oh, great inspiration. Thanks for reminding me, angels and guides. Oh, thank you, Tammy. This is so interesting. We also chain ourselves. Here's, here's the cool thing. Just like the hangman, at any time, look how loose these chains are around their neck. They could lift it up and pull it right off over their head. They don't have to stay connected and chained to this. But this is a very important message that comes from my astrology teacher, especially today. It's a step 22 day. It's a day where we're making choices and where we're really encouraged to connect to our feelings and what we love. Because Jupiter went retrograde yesterday and we are being given an opportunity to step into the life we were born to live. Oh, I'm all goosebumps for you, Karen, because this is it. When we are making choices as to which direction we're gonna go into with our life, so often, I know growing up, and most of us are of this generation, because this is the first time the universe has shifted its energy like this in, in our current lifetime, all of those who are alive right now with me, um, where it was like, suck it up. You gotta get through it and push through it. I don't care if you don't like it, eat your vegetables, or I don't care if you don't like school, you gotta finish, you gotta get that degree. You don't like that job, you gotta pay the bills. Get through, oh, blah, ooh. Okay, guess what, guys? Things have shifted right now. The universe is saying, all right, yeah, that used to be the way, but right now we wanna give you an opportunity to ask you, what do you feel like doing? What do you love doing? Because anything that your heart isn't truly invested in, if you pour more energy and time and resources into it, you're essentially gonna feel enslaved to it. You're gonna feel trapped. Think of it like when um, you're trying to be nice and you say to your neighbor, oh sure, you know, I can, okay, here's, here's a prime example. Back in my early days of teaching yoga, um, I had a studio where I was teaching and it had just opened and the studio owner had a chance to do a retreat in Hawaii. It was like the bunch of them were all going to Hawaii from the local studio and I wasn't going and I thought, oh, well, you know what? No problem, I will run the shop while you guys are gone. I'll teach as many classes as I can. And you know what? I overextended myself. Um, and my heart was really sad that I wasn't in Hawaii. And it was really, it just felt like I was chained. It felt like I was enslaved for two weeks of just working, working so hard. Even though it was something I loved, I overextended myself um, and my heart wasn't fully in being present, you know, like 80 hours for two weeks <laughs> while everybody else was in Hawaii having a good time. So that's kind of a, a high level playful example, but think about where in your life that your heart isn't fully invested in something where it just doesn't feel good, but you've been doing it because you should be doing it or you feel like you need to be doing it or other people expect you to do it. And if you invest any more energy and time and resources in it, it's gonna feel like you're trapped. It's gonna feel like you're enslaved. So that's the information behind a heavy hitter card like this. You know, you again, it's not an outside scary force. Yeah, those shoulds, right? Um, oh, Sydney, I'll pull one for you. Oh, excellent, Heather, thank you. Thank you for sharing your marketing site. Yay, I'm so glad. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not an outside force that's controlling you or that's out of your control. This is where we're doing something that's keeping us stuck in a cycle that doesn't serve our highest. Okay, let me know how that feels. Okay, bum, bum, bum. All right, Sydney, I will pull a card for you. And Heather, I'm gonna pull a card for you. And Lisa, yes, I'll pull a card for you. Okay, fantastic. All right, so last three cards I pull. Dun, 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 and then I'll pull one for the group. Okay, and hopefully I didn't forget anybody who had signed up. Let me know if I did, because I'll pull a card for you. <laughs> okay, so Sydney, beautiful, beautiful Sydney. Oh, one's popping up for you right away. So Sydney, hold in your heart your question, what it is that you wish to know more about. And I'm pulling a card for you, pulling it and asking, what else does Sydney need to know? What's the most important thing she needs to know about her question? Okay, ooh, this is so pretty. Queen of Pentacles. This is the Midas touch of the feminine energy. This is a very productive, productive 
woman. She knows what she's doing. She's a businesswoman. She's paying attention to details. She is looking at everything that she's created as well. She's created this empire around her. There's wonderful abundance. She's got the wonderful little bunny rabbits which bring joy and abundance. And it's the opportunity to really say, hmm, in regards to your question that you're holding in your heart, you wanna look at what's most important to you, um, especially when it comes to your resources. So again, remember, you've got the four different suits. You've got the wands, which is fire, passion, inspiration, ideas, the cups, water, emotion, intuition, feelings. You have the swords, which is air, thoughts, intellect. And then you have, oh, I'm so glad you're able to join too, Murphy. Then you have the pentacles, which represents money, physicality, your body, earth, something tangible that you can touch. So when I say resources, she's really contemplating, hmm, where should I invest this big, beautiful coin? My resources, my energy, and my time. What can bring me more joy and abundance because you already are very accomplished. You are at the top of your pile in your field. You've accomplished great, great things. And now it's a matter of like, hmm, where am I gonna invest this? Where, where, you know, like all this hard work. So if you think about it like a savings account, if you've been saving and saving and saving for a long time and you finally have enough money saved up, like a nice little nest egg, where am I gonna invest that? Like, is there something I really wanna spend it on? Is there a way that I want to um, engage it? But it goes beyond money. It also means your heart. Like, where, where do you wanna invest your heart? What do you wanna pour your energy and your love into right now, your, your time? Um, so let me know how that feels. Okay, wonderful. Alrighty, so we have Lisa and Heather. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I'm gonna shuffle the cards. Okay, so Lisa, I'm gonna pull one for you. So last two and then I will do a group one. All right, so Lisa, if you hold your question in your heart, I'm gonna just ask on your behalf, what's the most important thing that Lisa know about her question? I'm gonna shuffle a little bit more. Aha, there we go. So when I'm shuffling, I'm just looking for a card that kind of pops out of the deck a little bit. Oh, two of pentacles upright. Dun, dun, dun. So this is representing, uh, you're welcome, Sydney. Uh, thank you, Karen. So Lisa, this is representing, again, a choice. A choice on how do you want to invest your time and money. So again, pentacles, physical, earth, energy. Um, where are you? And the cool thing, too, that I'm really getting for you with this, because even though the cards all have a meaning, it's gonna be very specific to the person and to the type of question as to how you read it and interpret it. Even the reader. I can look at this and get one interpretation and another reader could look at it and say, oh no, that card doesn't mean that, it means this. But here's the thing, and this is great for when you're learning how to read cards, all of you guys, just look at the card and tell the story in the beginning. And you're like, hmm, what's this guy doing? Oh, he's standing on one foot He's got things in his hands like he's juggling, right? He's trying to balance. He's doing a pretty good job of balancing even though he's juggling a lot. There's a lot going on behind him too. Have you ever tried to balance like when the wind is blowing and people are throwing things at you? It's not easy. There's a lot of up and down and that's water back there so that's emotion right? So energy in motion. There's moments of up and there's moments of down. People are happy, people are sad. <laughs> Whoa, huh. we're on this roller coaster ride of emotions and we're trying to juggle it all and we're trying to balance and oh, where do I go? But he's doing great. Look, he's not, he's not showing signs of stress <laughs> right now. He's got Oh, calm face. So he's juggling it well. <laughs> yeah, you know that's me. <laughs> nice, Lisa. So the thing is, is you are doing an incredible job of juggling all the things. Oh, well, that was some accent coming out there. All, all the things that are going up and down. I've lived in a, in a couple of different places and I've picked up some interesting accents. But anyway, you are juggling a lot of things and you're doing it with grace and beauty. And what will make it easier is, again, budgeting your time and resources and just knowing, and, and you're an expert at this. So yes, very much an expert at this. So 
just continue to do what you're doing. You're on the right track. I'm gonna pull one more card for you because I feel like this is more representative of where you are and who you are because you do such a great job of it um, and say, is there one thing that would help ease uh, this balancing act for you if you're up for that? Okay, so is there one thing that would help Lisa ease this balancing act? It's interesting, the cards are, they're really taking their time with you. Oh, okay, cool. Justice, fairness. So equal measured, um, so this is a Roman numeral. In this deck, that just means major arcana. So this is one of the heavy hitters. This is one of the big guys. And you see his sword is straight up and down. This is more of a black and white type card, meaning like there's no movement in this card. Everything's very balanced and symmetrical. So when when you think about making things more easeful with your budgeting of time and resources, it's not about feeling into it, it's about having strict boundaries. Like I was admiring my neighbor so much the other night, I was coming home from walking the doggies and she was telling her son, you know, take your shower, get inside, get ready for bed. My daughter was making a poster for my son. To, uh, he was asking his, his girlfriend to prom and it was this beautiful poster she was making, it was so cute. So I come in and she's working on the poster and it's gorgeous and I'm like, you better get to bed soon, you know, it's getting late. She's like, okay, okay, I'll just wrap up a few things. And she goes up to bed and then my son comes in and, and she hears the commotion and she's like, oh, I'm upstairs all alone. I wanna come downstairs. I'm like, oh yeah, come on downstairs. <laughs> Me and boundaries, yeah, right? This is what I have to work on. So Lisa, what is gonna make things easier for you is just saying, these are the rules. This is the way that it happens. Dinner is at, right now, like to keep an even keel to make it more easy. Dinner is at six. Bedtime is at nine, right? You know, like you brush your teeth before bed. You wake up in the morning, you have a half hour to get ready. You make your lunch, you know, like, right? So it's like very regimented. It's gonna help make things easier. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I giggle because I'm not good at that at all. <laughs> I like, I gotta feel into this. Yes, structure, right? And kids crave structure. They do. They really, really do. You're amazing. I love it. Okay, so I feel like, oh, Heather, I am gonna pull a card for you. Okay, so this is the last, you're welcome, last card I will pull, and then I'll pull one for the group. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. One's <sighs> uh, popping out for you right away, most wonderful Heather. Okay, fantastic. Page of Swords. So this is fun, because we had one other court card. Well, I guess we've had a few. We had the Queen of Pentacles show up for Miss Sydney, and we had the Knight of Pentacles show up for one of our friends. I'll remember who it was in a moment. But Page of Swords, court cards. These represent either aspects of ourself or someone else around us. You have Page, Knight, queen and king. And page is a very youthful energy. Uh, night is kind of like the teenage rebellious years, 20 somethings, you're getting out there, you're moving, you're having fun. And the king and queen represent, you know, the elders, the wise ones. So with the page of swords, you have this youthful young energy and you see the way the wind is blowing. He's standing on one foot, his hair is being blown in the wind, but he's facing the wind, he's facing those adversaries, he's facing, um, you know, what's coming. But it's also interesting because it's kind of like one foot in, one foot out. Um, committed to it, but at the same time, ready to leave if necessary. So Page of Swords is an energy that you want to pay attention to if you're feeling pushed or rushed into anything right now. Um, especially if it comes from a feeling of that rebellion, well, not so much rebelliousness, but um, hmm, how do I wanna say this for you? Bum, 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 bum. I wanna say it to, hmm, let me tune in for a second. Okay, so Page of Swords, the way that I'm really picking this up for you right now is don't feel like you've got to fight everything that um, is being said or coming up. You know when people misunderstand something or misunderstand a situation 
and they might end up saying, okay, so here's a perfect example. Thanks for reminding me. So I told you a little bit about the adventure of my daughter this morning with the possible tornado and then the bus driver had to make a smart decision and I don't know how the decision was made and, and how things unfolded. She's the most incredible woman. Oh my gosh, such a big loving heart. And she made a decision, I think it was fantastic, and the kids, you know, they start talking. They're like, um, oh, you know, like, I don't know. Was that the smartest decision? Was it this? Is it that? They start talking smack, right? Because sometimes you don't have the full picture or the full knowing, especially when you're like, like in this case, the kids on the school bus or this youthful energy. You might have someone around you who hasn't had life experience who's talking all smack and big. Um, and like, you know, um, that experience of until you're in it, you don't really know it. Um, and to develop compassion and to have love for someone uh, is definitely a process that comes with age and with time um, as we experience the different hardships and ups and downs in life, we can better empathize with others. So if you're coming into a situation where you feel like I've gotta defend my reputation, I've got to, kind of um, hmm, almost be ready to, to whack those words out of the air or feel like that um, just something is being said but it's not fully understood. I wanna invite you to take a moment to ground, to just imagine yourself encased in a beautiful protective golden bubble and to allow yourself the opportunity to just feel safe and protected and know that that old phrase, what somebody else thinks of us is none of our business. Um, not that that makes it any easier, but to try to pull our energy out of their space and to send their energy back to their angel or guide. We never send people's energy back to them at Waxham and then they get all retaliative. So sending it back to someone else. So right now the most important takeaway with this I would say is giving yourself a moment to Ah, really just look at who you're dealing with, the type of energy, the type of life experience they've had, and that bless and release, that bless and let go. All right, so let me know how that feels. That was a little bit more deeper one. Okay, all right, so one card for the group and then we will wrap it up. Oh, you guys have been with me so long. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. I can feel my voice going. So for the group, so everybody just oh, holding in your heart and we're just asking for the highest and most important message that comes forward for all of us as a group. What's the most important thing that we know right here in this moment? <laughs> okay. All right, so two cards are coming up. Okay, so the first one that comes up is the magician. I love this card too. He's a one and this is actually a Roman numeral one. Ah, lots of love to you, Heather. The Roman numeral one, so this is one of the heavy hitters, and it's at the beginning of the energy. The first card of the deck is the zero, the fool, so he's still a beginning energy. But what I love is he's got this connection to the heavens and to the earth, like John Travolta. No, <laughs> kidding. But he's got all these tools accessible to him. Like you guys, you have all these intuitive skill sets, all of these intuitive powers, if you will. The ability to really connect to be present here on earth, yet still connected to the heavens above. There's a great focus that the magician has to get things done. He has all of the tools in front of him. He's got his sword, the power of intellect, the cups, compassion, emotion, empathy, pentacles. He's got resources, wands, ideas, and inspiration. And he's connected to unlimited possibilities. There is that infinity symbol. So no, you've got the power, right? <laughs> is it He-Man? I have the power, <laughs> right? You've got the tools accessible to you. They're right within you, right? All of us. It's just a matter of remembering. How do I get back to who I am? How do I remember me? What's my key? What tone? What tone am I? <laughs> and then the last part, collaboration. This was a card that was in my mind a lot, especially as we were talking, Murphy, Three of Pentacles. This is coming together in community working together. You know, this couple are coming to this master and they're saying, hey, we wanna know what you think of our plans. You know, could you give us some advice? What's happening here? So when you're looking, oh, this is cool. This is a nice segue for me into talking a little bit more about my intuitive energy adventure, my group coaching program. 
You have all these tools and, and possibilities within you. It's just a matter of how do I use those tools? How do I connect to my intuition? How do I know it's really intuition and not my head just making it up? My angels, is it real or am I mm, making it up? You can come see me. I'm this guy. <laughs> I can let you know if you're on the right track. <laughs> it's collaboration and play. If nothing else, come join the fun in my free Facebook group. I'll put the link in here. It's uh, Energy Adventures with Irina. I'd love, love, love to have you. We do more fun things like this. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. If you are interested in pursuing and sharpening huh, your skills and you wanna know more about that, I have three spots open in my Intuitive Energy Adventure program. Uh, thanks, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa's been in it, Tammy's in it. Um, I love, love, love teaching all of you how you can connect to those intuitive gifts. And there are so many techniques and pathways. It begins with knowing who you are, your energy signature, how you receive energy. Are you a feeler, or a hearer, hearer a knower, um, just a seer? And then from there, which, which techniques and tools are the most fun and best for you to work with. That's what I'm here to teach you. So thank you, Murphy. Have an amazing night. You guys are incredible hanging out this long doing a reading. I love it. Have a great night, sweet dreams, and happy, happy Saturday to you. I'll put the links to all those things I mentioned. Make sure you drop your links, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Lots of love. Bye-bye.